This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello everyone and welcome back to Unqualified. It has been a hot second since I recorded an episode and I'll get like a little bit into that. But before I do that, hi, I'm Soph Mosca. I'm the host of this podcast. You can find me on social media at Soph Mosca on pretty much everything except Snapchat is S-O-P-H-E-R-R-R. Um, yeah, I made that in seventh grade. We go over it every single week, but that's where you can find me. And now I can also say that you can also check out my brand new clothing company, which is called Sunshark. And you can check us out at shop Sunshark on Instagram or at shopsunshark.com. We just did our first launch today and I will talk all about it, but yeah, that's also me. That's also my work and everything like that. So hi, it's good to be back. Um, I first just want to apologize for taking some weeks off. I think it was two weeks, maybe three weeks. But basically, to make a long story short, I just had a bit of like, I guess you would call it writer's block or podcast block. I don't know. To be honest, I'm still having it like a little bit. Um, I just always want these episodes to be authentic and real and if I'm like giving advice on a topic or something like that, I want it to be like really relevant to me so that I can speak passionately and from the heart and lately I haven't really been feeling like I was able to do that and so I didn't want to just throw out like a half-ass episode that didn't mean anything to me because it would be obvious and yeah I'm just I have gotten a lot of messages from you guys being like where's the podcast like I miss it so much it gets me through and I feel so bad because I'm like I want to give it to you but also like I need to be able to get myself through (laughs) and so um I have so much going on not complaining necessarily but I just have a lot on my plate and I put it there I know but regardless it's a lot of things to do day to day um for my job and to make a living for myself and everything like that and so the thing that gets put on the back burner is my podcast most of the time just because it's like the most side hustle type of thing I have going on like TikTok and YouTube, definitely like number one. And then now we have Sunshark, which has been like pretty high up on that list. And podcast, just 
not that it doesn't matter to me, but it just gets pushed down a little bit on my to-do just because it is like a side hustle. Like it's genuinely just a passion project and something that's not necessarily making me like a ton of income. And as much as I love my job and everything, I still have to pay the bills. And so things that pay the bills have to sometimes get put as a priority. You know, like I'm just being realistic, not saying that I'm only putting out YouTube and TikTok videos for income because that's not it at all, even a little bit. But I'm just saying like sometimes that those have to take priority, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know how else to say that. I'm not trying to make it seem like I only make, I only do what I do to make a living because that's not true at all. It's because I love to do it. But, you know, if I'm doing this full time, I do have to make money from it. <laughs> I'm just like repeating myself saying it different ways, but it's true. I do have to live and survive and eat. So thank you guys for being understanding and waiting patiently because my podcast family is definitely a lot smaller than my families for the rest of my platforms and so I feel like we're a lot more tight-knit and those of you who are here genuinely care and want to hear what I have to say and so I really appreciate you guys like letting me have my time off from this um but I'm here and I'm here this week to tell you a whole bunch of stuff sort of just how I've been feeling talk about Sunshark talk about books I've been reading and really just talk like normally for my podcast my notes are like two three pages long and this one is literally this is what I wrote just talk, talk about Sunshark, talk about how you've been feeling, talk about the books, just talk. Like, I didn't want to have a script in front of me. I just wanted to talk genuinely to you guys about everything. Um, and so I have no idea how long this is going to be, so we'll see. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Sunshark and just what it took and also what it takes for you guys if you want to start a small business because I think especially right now like all of us want to do that right like we're all working from home even if we're still working like a nine-to-five job but we're still like in college when things are online and you're always at home I feel like you still have a little bit extra time than you otherwise would have and so because of that I feel like a lot of us are following our hearts following our passions and getting a side hustle or starting a small business and everything like that and so I kind of just want to give you like an insight on what it's like and so I figured to do that I will just take you guys through how Sunshark came to be from start to finish if that makes sense so obviously Sunshark started as a thought and it wasn't a clear thought but I was like I know I want to start a clothing brand but oh also if you hear stuff in the background it's Avery um hi but I knew I wanted it to be like beachwear, surf style type clothing, just really comfy, beachy, something that you could wear day to day, but also throw over your bathing suit and go to the beach in, but also sleep in, like super comfy, just like beachwear, comfy, comfy clothes, but cute and that represented me. And so over time, I started like getting a better idea of what I would want And I started to draw up just some random ideas I had. And I had an obsession with like those Hawaiian flowers. I mean, I still do. But my obsession started like right about the time when I started to 
think about this clothing brand. Also, Avery's cooking dinner. If you hear little noises, I'm very hungry, so I'm very excited. So ignore that. Um, but yeah, so I was like, okay, I'm going to create this like little hoodie design with all these pretty Hawaiian flowers on them. And so that was the very first design I ever drew up. And that is what I ended up calling the Aloha hoodie and that I actually did sell with this first drop. Um, so yeah, I started with one hoodie and I was like, okay, this is, this is the right idea. This is where I want to go with this brand. But I still didn't have a name. And so that's obviously important. And so I thought long and hard about a name i actually had decided on another name before sun shark which i'll tell you guys um it was shark shack and i was like yeah i love that that's awesome but i was like mm, it doesn't feel right like i love it but it's not the one and i obviously wanted other people's opinions simply because I wanted other people to like it. So while I really liked Shark Shack, I wanted to know if other people did because what mattered was other people. You know, like I'm not the one that's going to be buying it and wearing it. I mean, I'm going to be wearing it, but I'm not the customer. And I wanted to appeal to you guys while obviously still making it something that I love, but I wanted to make sure others would love it too. And so I turned to other people and um, they were like, "Mm, yeah, it's like nice, but... um, not like in love with it and so then I turned to Instagram and I just basically asked you guys if I made a clothing brand what the heck would I call it and this was months and months and months ago and Imogen if you're listening (laughs) Imogen is now a close friend but I think it started with her being a fan of Avery and then she did a live with Avery I think that's how it went but now we're friends and have been for a while but she actually suggested Sunshark. And I was like, wow, yeah, that's that's actually amazing. And so then I started to ask people, do you like Sunshark or do you like Shark Shack? And I got mixed reviews, but I ended up deciding on Sunshark because I felt like it rolled off the tongue more. And I just felt like it was more like long-term. Like Shark Shack would be like, it would get annoying, I felt like, but Sunshark was so, like, easy to say, easy to write, wouldn't get misunderstood, you know, like, I don't know, it's just easy, and it just flowed, and I just ended up really liking that name, and so that's where we went with that, and so then once I had a name, I could really start getting into the designs, because I knew that I wanted at least a few of my items for this first drop to just say the name of the company because you know you want to get the name out and so I started to design make some logo tees just a whole bunch of stuff and this process was probably at least two or three months it was back and forth with me drawing things up and my manager Dylan trying to like put them into work like put them you know like design an actual mock-up of it and they just weren't coming out right and I'm like I don't know what to do because I know what's in my head but I just feel like I need more help and so I ended up or we me and my manager Dylan ended up hiring a graphic designer and that was like turning the page like that was when Sunshark became what it is because I finally had someone who was so talented and artistic and just amazing to where I could show her these like really lame mock-ups I had and these thoughts in my head and she was able to put them to life like put a heart inside of them and make them like come to life because 
before they were so like two dimensional, you know, and she was able to take what I had and go with it and create these crazy, amazing designs that I thought only existed in my head. And then once we had those, I was like, okay, so now I have all these designs, but what the heck do I do with them? And so from there, I had to choose what colors I wanted, what items I wanted, where I wanted to get them from. And, you know, you got to find all these distributors that you want to go through and where do you want to get this and where do you want to get that. And then I ended up getting finally like each product after a very long time. And then the most annoying process came, which was finding a graphic designer. I mean, no, not finding a graphic designer, finding a screen printer because I didn't want some bad quality stick on logos. I wanted it to be real. I wanted it to be the real deal. And I was very, very picky from the start with what I was going to accept as being acceptable, like who I wanted to work with for this company. And so I talked with a couple of local screen printers and people either weren't really being responsive or if they were, they were like not really giving me great vibes, like kind of being like, oh yeah, like you'll hear from this person, but then I wouldn't and I'd call back and they'd be like, oh, they'll call. I don't know, just a lot of like phone tag and whatever. And then I came across this really great local screen printer and visited one time. They were super duper responsive. And after I visited, I was like, yes, I'm going with them. Like I trust them 100%. And so then they got printed, but it's so much more work than you guys think. Like even when I'm saying it, it's like, oh yeah, step by step by step. But it's so, it's trial and error and picking out the specific blues and the specific oranges and everything. Like everything start to finish like I had to mold like I had to decide how did I want the tags how did I want the embroidery what kind of orange did I want this orange or this you know what I mean like it was like every single step I had to think about and it was awesome but it was so tiring and there were so many like so so many times when we take like three steps forward just to take like 10 steps back because things would go wrong or things wouldn't get done in time and I have to push this back or that back and it was just a lot but eventually we got to where we are today and I had created from start to finish literally from scratch my first clothing company and my first collection and we dropped it and believe it or not <laughs> we almost completely sold out in less than a day so yeah <laughs> I have like a few items left if you guys are listening to this on Monday when it drops um as of Friday night we have some sweatpants and a couple of the sunset hoodies left but pretty much everything is sold out and I literally was blown away literally in the first like seven minutes almost everything was like selling out and I'm like what the heck is happening my phone was going crazy like order after order after order after order and it was like it was like I was it was like an out-of-body experience because that's like something I thought would happen after like months of having sun shark but it was happening like within the first seven minutes of releasing sun shark and it just blew my mind like how much you guys were loving it and how great it was doing and it just went better than expected and I feel like the 
reason for that genuinely is because when I was creating it, I was not taking no for an answer. I wasn't just accepting someone's answer. If I wanted it a certain way and someone said they couldn't give it to me that way, I found another way to get it that way because I was not going to settle. I invested in my own company. I invested in the materials and the people who helped me with it. And I wasn't going the easy way from start to finish. Like I had people being like, oh, you can do it this way. It's cheaper. It's quicker. It's easier. And I was like, no, like I, I want it this way because I want it this way and because it's me and that's how it's going to end up being. And it ended up being that way because I didn't let people decide it all for me, you know, like, And I guess if I have any advice for anyone starting a small business, it's that you're going to have people tell you it's not possible, tell you no, tell you what you want isn't in the works yet, what you want isn't possible yet. And I want all of you to um, stick your middle finger up and tell everyone to suck an egg because... It's possible if you want to be possible and don't let people, middle-aged, I was going to say one specific gender, but I guess I'll leave that out. Middle-aged people or anyone tell you that you can't do it because you can and chances are the people that are telling you no or that it's not possible or that you're crazy or that you're stupid, they're lazy or they're scared they're going to fail or they failed and they want you to fail too and yeah, basically... I'm just letting you know if you're going to start a small business, people are going to try to walk all the freak over you and you cannot let them because you know what you want for a reason and so you're going to make that happen, okay? Because if I had just settled and taken no from all the people who said no or taken the unsolicited advice from everyone, I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't have the collection that I have and I wouldn't have seen my thoughts become objects that I could sell to you guys And I wouldn't have started my own business. So if you're going to take anything from my journey, it's to not let others tell you you can't and to not let others walk all over you. And if you are dealing with people that are walking all over you or telling you no or telling you you're crazy or making you feel like you're insane for wanting what you want, find different people to work with. I don't care if it's like you're working one-on-one with your dad and your dad is like, you can't do this, you can't do that find someone else to help you because someone else is going to help you bring it to life and they won't make you feel crazy about it. So yeah, that's Sunshark. <laughs> that was a long rant about um, how it came to be, but that's that's that. There's so much more to it and there will be so much more to it. I haven't even packaged orders, so God only knows what will happen when that comes along. But I am just a very particular person and I wanted to be as hands-on with this as physically possible like no I can't graphically design all my designs by myself because I'm just not talented or let me say this I'm actually just not trained I feel like if I trained in that I would be awesome but because I'm not going to talk down to myself like that really working on that but I needed someone right now to help me with graphic design screen printing is a trade in itself I would have to really 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 train for that I yeah just simply don't have that in my um, toolbox and so obviously I needed help with that but I promise you guys like this is as much me as it possibly could be so just know that this is like I care so much about this company and I care so much about the products that are being given to you guys and just know it's me and also just know that I am 
individually with the help of Avery packaging every single order myself every single item is in my apartment they've never been anywhere other than my apartment except for the graphic designer I mean the screen printer like this is my company and I am being so hands-on with it because that's how I want it and <laughs> and just know that if you want that you can too if you work for it and you invest in it it's so possible even if it seems crazy it is so possible um, so yeah if you guys did order some sun shark items just know that I hand packaged it hand packaged hand packaged it and hand packaged it myself and there will be a handwritten note for me in there as well so yeah that's on Turk. <laughs> um, but besides that, I have been feeling kind of down. I want to do a whole separate episode on it because I feel like it's a lot. And there's like a lot more I want to say. And I've written like half of an episode about all of it before. And then it just took a lot out of me. And I didn't really feel ready to talk about it all. But I've just been dealing with, I mean, to like make it super vague, just like mental health lately and self-identity. And I'm even hesitant to talk about it even more so now because I like tried to open up a little bit about it on TikTok, which maybe was um, the wrong choice of platform because I quickly got shut down and was told that I was just trying to be trendy and why is everyone now blah 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 I don't know it just made me feel really invalid and like I was just following the status quo when in reality like it's something that I'm genuinely dealing with and genuinely experiencing a lot of anxiety about and a lot of tears have been shed about it and a lot of days have been ruined by me feeling a way that I feel and for me to try to open up about it to help others it just resulted in me deleting the video because I felt so like ashamed like I felt like I was getting bullied by high schoolers again like it was just so stupid and I, in reality I probably should have left it up but I like am human and I think people on TikTok forget about that a lot and yeah it was just really hurtful and it just made me want to like go back in my shell even more and not open up to you guys about it so just give me like a sec to like formulate how I want to like just talk about everything and also like I also need to be so careful because I've like briefly talked about certain things on my podcast in the past and then I'll get messages from people being like hey what you said actually really offends so and so or could be really offensive to so and so and it's frustrating because it's like I can't explain myself and what I go through without somebody telling me that I'm offending somebody or like bringing others bringing somebody else's condition down or it's so hard to explain without like getting specific but I mean I can like sort of clarify in the past I've talked about how I've had a mental health professional tell me that I have OCD tendencies and so I always went with that I always knew I was not diagnosed with OCD but that I did possess OCD tendencies and I identified with that and I once talked about that on my podcast and I got a few messages saying like hey that really downplays you know the OCD diagnosis for those who really struggle with it and I was like 
what? Like, I mean, I totally understand how what I said could, but also, like, I genuinely was told that's what I, I like, that's what I struggle with by a mental health professional. And so now I'm here feeling like my, what I've always identified with and what I've always felt like I struggled with wasn't valid or that me talking about it was hurtful to other people. And it's like, I just want to talk to, like, I just want to talk about it. I want to tell my story and, and I can't do that without having to worry that I'm going to be offending others. And I, I totally get it, but also it just makes me feel so invalid because I'm a human. Like I am the same as each and every one of you. And just because I have a platform doesn't mean that I am, you know, like above all else and that I will know everything and know what will hurt who. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't mean to sound rude or come across as any of any other way other than like just confused. Like, I don't know how to talk about certain things I talk about without bothering or hurting or triggering others. And so I think what I'll have to do is just when I do finally feel ready to talk about just everything, I will have to put just one big trigger warning at the beginning of the episode and just be like, I'm going to be talking about a lot. And, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know how to go about it because I, I do want to share me and my struggles and my story with all of you, but I just don't have it in me. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to handle seeing messages afterwards being like, Mm, yeah but you actually downplayed this or you like offended this person or this is really hurtful or you should be careful what you say and it's just so frustrating and tiring and yeah I just feel like I feel like now I'm just whining but it's it's true like it's how I feel like even for example like everything I say is just so nitpicked and I feel like lately more so than normal I don't know but like for example in a recent YouTube video I a glass of orange juice and I jokingly was like this is a big old glass of orange juice and it wasn't actually that big and I knew it wasn't but I just meant like it was like a lot of orange juice because it's like a joke like I've been drinking so much orange juice lately so it was just like funny I was just being funny and someone in the comments was like uh that's really not a big glass of orange juice you should really be careful when you have kids like not to say this around them because that could like blah 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 and I'm like believe me I'm the first person to be careful what I say around children and other people and like I don't know I just feel like I can't say anything on any of my platforms anymore without someone saying something and making me feel stupid or making me feel invalid or it's just been really tiring lately and I feel like it's getting more and more and more and I've just been getting so fed up with the comments and the nitpicking and the just making fun of me like I guess so far on social media I haven't really had to deal with people like making fun of like physical things like I've had people being like what is this video or like something like that you know like stupid stuff but like I posted a video recently it's deleted now because I was just so hurt but I had like I had makeup on and I purposely made it like fun like it wasn't like something I'd wear to the grocery store but even if I did like it's not anyone's business but like I had like blue freckles and I've done this look before like it's just fun because I never wear makeup and so sometimes I just want to like have fun and put on like big bold crazy fun makeup and the comments were like why do you have dots on your face sis what is this makeup look like 
all of this just like like or you look like a strawberry like all of this like stupid hurtful stuff for no reason other than to bring me down and I'm reading the comments like I really thought I I looked pretty and that I was I was having fun and like now I feel like shit and now I feel like embarrassed and like I don't want to have this video up and so I deleted it something that I worked hard on and that I liked before I saw others opinions about it and it's just really tiring like day in and day out no matter what I do like it's my job I can't escape it and I love it but I also am just so sick and tired of getting hated on because it's like now people are hating on things like I literally like just things I can't control like I can't control how I look with makeup on I don't know it's just like so frustrating and just takes a lot out of you especially if you're not like the most mentally stable human being like I do I'm I do great but I'm easily brought down just because I like I, I mean okay this is how I'm going to explain it so in a book I read recently it was called get out of your own way by Mark Gol Golston Golston and then Philip Goldberg and um in the book at one part it talked about how people have three different types of cores there's a core of hate a core of hurt and then a core of I can't remember exactly what it was but it basically like someone that had a really healthy foundation as a human being and I guess I sort of figured out that I have a core of hurt and it just results from like things in childhood things from growing up and everything like that and just like what you've dealt with as a human being and like because of that I'm hypersensitive and things that wouldn't even phase certain people really really hurt me and it's like out of my control for the most part I can work on coping and everything like that but for the most part like that's just me and that's how I react and how I feel about certain things and like that's just who I am and so it's like just really tiring it's just getting real tiring I'm just like talking now but yeah that's just like a glimpse into how I've been feeling but that book I mentioned get out of your own way is really good so it's a self-help book um but it's not cheesy and the author is I believe I believe he's a therapist and he is really intelligent and brings like actual psychology into the book and so it's not just like go get them you can do it like my podcast is you know it's like it's very psychology-esque and he uses real examples from his practice and teaches a lesson and there's like useful insights and actual like steps into how you could make certain changes basically the whole book each chapter is a different self-defeating behavior and so it tells you like it gives examples of people um who have these self-defeating behaviors and then it gives like a useful insight which is like a quote to remember and then it lists out steps of how to make these changes how to make changes if you do have these certain self-destructive behaviors and it was really good I think it was my favorite self-help book I've ever read simply because it wasn't cheesy and it didn't like make it it wasn't like euphoric in any way you know like it was very like like not statistical I guess like factual and just realistic and gave you like real steps real actual actions you could take to help yourself so it's sort of like it's it's like you went to see a therapist about self-destructive behaviors it, it really was a good 
it, like book to learn from. So if you're into self-help books or that sounds interesting to you, definitely check it out. It's um I'll say it again. It's Get Out of Your Own Way by Mark Gol Golston, I think, and Philip Goldberg. Um yeah, really good book. So I'm also reading a book now because I finished that other book. It's called Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. And this book, you guys, I don't normally like fiction books because I'm like, I just don't really like love stories, especially because they're always about a girl and a boy and the boy is like helping the girl and the girl falls in love because she's so weak and needs a man and it's like so traditional and like outdated and so I'm just like I just can't read them I can't and I'm always like hesitant to read fiction books because of that but so I'm not that far into this book I'm on chapter five but this book already ha it's so real and current and it already deals so much with like racial inequality racial injustice just like a lot and like a lot of like gender type situations just a lot of um really current and pressing topics and it's just really really good it's like it's bringing the actual world into a fiction book so like while it's a fiction story it feels very, very, very real. And so that's what I love about it. Like this could totally be a nonfiction book. Like it could totally be a memoir or like a autobiography or whatever, like 100%. And so that's why I really like it. And the main character is not white for once in the freaking book's life, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend that book. I am like, when I read it, I get sucked in. I love it so much. So definitely, definitely recommend. And I'm pretty picky with my books you guys like it takes a lot for things to interest me and both of these books have been phenomenal so just take my word for it if you're looking for a book definitely read them or at least give them a try also give reading a try because I've always my whole life been like an off and on reader like I read a lot as a kid like my parents would always read me books and then in like middle school I was really into tumblr and read a lot of the like trendy tumblr books like all those john green books and everything which were great i loved to read i was super into reading and um then i guess when high school and college hit like you have so much to do for homework and school and reading anyways it's like too much to like have a book on the side at least for me especially in high school like because i'd have school and then I'd have track and then I'd have dance and so there wasn't really time to like read extracurricular curricularly um unless I wanted to like do it on the weekends which like I didn't really because that was like my only time off I'd rather like hang out with friends or like do nothing you know um but yeah so I didn't really read much in high school or college I did read one summer it was like a couple summers ago I nannied and I had a lot of downtime, obviously, in that job while he was taking naps because the little boy I nannied was, uh, he was one. He was, like, about to turn two. Um, but, yeah, so, like, he was super young and I had a lot of downtime. So I read a couple of, probably, like, three books that summer. And they were all self-help books. But since then, I, like, haven't read a book on my own, like, just for funsies. I've read books for school, but I just felt like I needed something that had nothing to do with my phone, nothing to do with social media, nothing. I could just like 
live in a different world for the period of time I was doing it and I picked up reading and I've fallen in love with it and I don't plan on stopping anytime soon like I get that feeling of like when I get a new book I get so excited and I haven't felt that in like years and years so yeah I've really been liking doing that I definitely recommend it if you feel like so trapped in your little technological world especially with everyone like working from home still and everything like check out reading because it's still around for a reason and nothing beats flipping those pages like I just cannot get into the like e-reading it just doesn't hit the same and then you're still on your phone or I guess if you have a kindle you're not but I don't know I just don't want to look at a screen I want to look at a physical object and like making bracelets and painting and all that stuff I also really love that but it just feels like especially when I'm feeling like really down like really not so great mentally it's just still too much like I just still don't have it in me to do it you know what I mean and so reading is like I can still do it like all I have to do is sit there and use my eyes you know I don't have to think about anything and I can just zone out and read and some days like that's all I can do lately that sounds gross but it's true like I've just been feeling like I'm not in my head like I'm, I'm not there I'm like gone and reading is the only thing that's been like grounding me that's so overused nowadays but I don't know just like bringing me back to life giving me like something else to think about and just giving my brain a freaking break I've also been thinking about um maybe checking out local dance studios and seeing if I could take like a private ballet lesson like once a week because you know I've you guys know I've I was a dancer for like 19 years I don't even know like so long and um obviously I miss it and so I I feel like I could just do like a class right but I don't want to go to the adult classes because those are always like with like adults like 40 year old woman woman and like I feel like I owe myself more than that (laughs) but I also don't want to be with a bunch of high schoolers like I just want to be able to like have a minute and just dance and I would do like contemporary or jazz or something fun but I just feel like ballet is so meditative and I think I just didn't realize how much I loved ballet until I didn't have ballet anymore and I mean I haven't taken a ballet class since I graduated high school so it's been like three years four years I don't even know um but I just miss it and I think that is like what kept me sane in high school like I was so busy in high school I literally did not ever breathe like I would wake up so early go to school have track practice go to dance then do homework and shower and eat dinner like I did dinner like 10 p.m 10 30 most nights and do my homework like in between classes and then after like just I was so busy but what was the one thing I had all throughout high school ballet class like what if that was the one thing keeping me sane you know and I feel like since I graduated high school I've just been a lot less of a stable person and so I just feel like taking a ballet class would really help me so I need to do that I keep being like today I'm gonna call and then I forget (laughs) so um yeah I need to call local dance studios and just see if I can get a private ballet lesson once a week or so and just like have a moment have some me time something that I love and that I know I love and it's nothing new like it's ballet is like pretty mindless to me obviously I have to like focus on ballet but like I'm trained enough to where it's just like a breath of fresh air to me and so I really miss it and so I think I need to do that um but yeah that's kind of all I have for today honestly um 
I'm starving and I'm pretty sure dinner's ready. So I'm going to go. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and just me ranting and getting things off my chest. Feels good to just like get some words out and also get a podcast out for you guys. And I guess also like this probably will still help some of you because not really knowing how you feel or not really knowing how to express how you feel is pretty common, I feel like. And so hopefully if you guys are feeling similarly, you now know that like you're not alone in feeling that way. So yeah, I hope I helped some of you somewhere, somehow. (laughs) But we can now move on to this week's Words of Wisdom, which I found on Pinterest. Didn't have a like a author or whatever. Um, So if you guys know where this is from, let me know. But it's no one is coming to save you. You have the power to heal yourself. And that I love because it's so true. Like we're always just looking and looking and looking for someone to save us, someone to bring us happiness, someone to heal us, make us feel better. And we maybe can for a period of time, but then you're going to feel how you felt again. And the only way to truly heal is through yourself. And so, yeah, I just really liked that quote. Also, I'm definitely still working on that. I'm not going to pretend like I live by that all the time because I don't, but I need to. Um, But yeah, so if you guys enjoyed this podcast and you don't already follow me on all my other social media, you can find me at Mosca on everything and then at S-O-P-H-E-R-R-R on um, Snapchat. And you can check out my clothing brand at Shop Sunshark on Instagram and at www.sunshark, no, shopsunshark.com um, on the interweb. And yeah, before we go, let me tell you guys the song of the week, which is Amber by the 311. I think it's an older song. I don't know. It reminds me of another song, so I don't know if I'm just thinking of that. But I just found it recently, and I really like it. So definitely check it out. And that's all I got. Okay. Bye. Love you.